You're listening to Bleed TV, the only podcast today's best shows and movies. I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. And we got Walking Dead season finale of season seven. This was what, seven sixteen? Sixteen. And this is the name of the episode was um First oh. Day of the Rest of Your Life. Yeah, first yep. day of the rest of your life. Um Nailed it. Which is Simon said this first, didn't he? Uh, I think he said a few episodes back. No, yeah, no, this the is, last year's finale. Last year when yep. like they were he was on the street, you know, and they you know, they met and he let him go, you know. So sixteen episodes back. You yeah, know, a little bit more than a few. Throwback. Nice callback. <laughs> callback. Um so I, I, I want to ask you two different questions when it comes to this. How would you rate the episode as an episode, and how would you rate it as a finale? Uh, as a finale, extremely low. I mean, this is a as, on par with the other finales. This is a four. As an episode, six, something like that, six, seven, somewhere in there. I got you. Um. There's just a lot of stuff I have issue with in this episode. I, I'm with you. Uh, I'm with you. This episode felt like I was. They were trying to be really artistic and show you some really cool things, but some of it just kind of fell flat and was kind of like, "All right, you're bleeding me to death with this, and you're not giving me an explanation for it." I feel like you're just hitting these flashbacks all the way over and over again with these quotes. Well, you know, I put the post out there saying, "TW, you know, TWD fans." What could have made the finale better? And the message board lit up like Christmas trees. Now, of course, you always have your third of them that says, the best show ever, nothing, it was amazing. Only thing could have been better is if it's next season, it's next week, blah, blah, blah. Now, and I respect that. You know, if you have to die hard, you know, they're in it for the entertainment value only. You know, which I think we're in it because we think the show is good. It could be great if we went the extra mile with some detail, quit the choppy editing, some of the clunky dialogue, and some of the most unprobable things possible on television. But anyway, um, and, but a lot of those comments, man, there was a, like a lot of hate towards, um, you know, the garbage pail kids and how that kind of, how that unfolded. And there was a lot of about, you know, some of the things about how it's amazing that none of the main people died and, and all this other stuff. There was so many, and I will sprinkle those in as we go. Um, but, I think that when you say, you know, as a six is an episode four season finale, then I think the majority agrees, you know, that I think when we talk about this episode, most of the people that we talk to on social media that aren't just like, oh my God, it's always the best there is. They really saw the same kind of stuff we see is there was a lot of lacking or a lot of things that just were cliche, you know, and they've beaten this to death. Um, the very opening scene is Sasha. Um, you know, it's just this all black screen, and she's got headphones in, and then you, and she's Hold like, on. here it goes. Before you get too far, and I don't know if anybody else felt this way, opening scene, me and my wife stop each other and go, I believe Sasha's double-clicking her mouse. Did nobody else think that she was masturbating in this opening scene? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> you didn't see her face and her eyes and everything? No, you know that the first thing that went my mind is, is this is her dying. There's no way. Well, now that you mentioned like, that, that me and my makes wife more sense. There's no way that me and my wife are the only ones that thought she was finger blasting herself. Oh my god! Her mouse, like, <laughs> never crossed my mind. Are I, you serious? I watched the episode. I already okay. So here's the thing: I didn't know this. I, I didn't look because I knew there'd be assholes that did this. There were people who went ahead and saw the episode early somehow. I don't know what it is. And they posted all the stuff and recorded scenes of Sasha and everything else and ruined it for a ton of folks and so on. And so, but I didn't, watching that, I fully expected Sasha to, to, to go out. There was no doubt in my mind she was dead. Of course, the whole crap about her going to take the new show, blah, blah, blah. But they had already set that up by the last episode. And so as soon as you saw her going uh, like this and her eye, and here it goes and her eyes closed, my first thought was they just showed her die, but they did it as the first scene. So you're confused and then you get the whole revelation towards the end. And that's what, exactly what they did. And so that never crossed my mind. No, I'm sorry. I did not think of uh, I, mass predation. Sorry. I beg of you. 
please go back and watch your DVR <laughs> and, and watch this opening scene. It's not like a, uh, uh, and a tear comes out her eye and she's dying. It's more of a, And then her Stop. eyes roll back. Stop, dude. You, I'm dead Are serious. you practicing that over there? I will call my wife in here. It is insane. I swear. Go back and watch it. Go back and watch it. Well, then it goes back to her kissing Abraham and the dream and everything. It makes exactly. sense. I mean, I can totally see the correlation now that you say that. It just never crossed my oh, mind. Oh, yeah. No. Like, you watching it? At no point in time she's having flashbacks life. of her and old Abe. And no, I mean, like. Dude. Dude, stop. Man. I bet you thousands if I had thousands of dollars, that you would change your mind if you went back and watched this and just pay attention the hey, way I, I do. I will. Just for you, bro. I'm, please do. I'm it only serious. takes five seconds. It's the opening scene. Sometimes it only takes five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you a pump-pump jerk kind of guy? <laughs> <laughs> Two-pump chump, bro. <laughs> Jesus. All right. One of the gripes a lot of people were talking about, which I, I didn't think much of, I don't, I don't mind it, is, is that every time we have flashbacks, that's an indicator a person's dying. Are we getting that? Are we getting to that point? I already knew she was dead. So, like, I mean, I, I didn't know she was dead, but like, I felt that she was going to die going into this episode, so it didn't bother me. Is that become the new rationale of Walking Dead? Flashbacks mean death. Maybe you know, I could see what they're trying to do. I was happy to see you know Abraham on yeah, screen again. I thought it was a pleasant surprise. It really, really was. Uh, it could only have been better if there was a Glenn, but that just makes me feel like we're going to get Glenn flashbacks later, or you know. Was it just me though, or is it just shocking to see Abraham's red hair and red mustache? You know, we just haven't had him all season, so it's but been a full. There's just not another character like him that looks like him, and it's just like, whoa! You kind of forget how different he looks. His dialogue is what blew me away. You know, oh, like yeah. getting some of the his whips about it again. That stuff was what was really cool. Oh, and you see how much you miss it too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know, Eugene's kind of filled that gap a while, you know what I mean? But we don't get enough of Eugene compared to what Abraham brought to the table. Oh, Abraham was every episode, you guarantee, about two one-liners. Oh, yeah, exactly. And so, it was a really good... That was one of the things I really liked about the episode, was getting Abe back for a scene. I thought it was really kind of cool. And I thought it was really well done to show you that they had this scene, this moment, back in the day. Uh, You know... And it kind of tied into what was going on, you know, be encouraged, having bad dreams, da, 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 all that kind of stuff. So and it was just nice knowing why Sasha cared this much about Abraham in that short period of time. Yeah, like I never really got a whole bunch of the their love, you know, towards each other. This scene right here kind of like made the culmination of it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good wraparound of it. But I, I will say one of the problems I have with this episode, and it's not her fault. She's not like she's a bad actress or anything. But this episode is wrapped around Sasha. And I got to be honest, if it's Sasha or Rosita, it's not enough of a character for me to want to stick with this much. I don't care enough about these two characters to concern myself too much with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, they haven't created enough of a desire for that character. You know what I mean? To say this is a monumental loss. You know what I mean? No, we've all said it before. Like, which characters can go out this season that would be just big enough to be a big death, but not a major character? We've all said Rosita, Sasha, you know, any of the Alexandrian people. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's Of the main group, those are the two most expendable characters. I'm with you. You know? I'm totally with you. It just wasn't enough. It's... It's telegraphed a little bit, you know what I mean? Because we kind of could tell from the opening sequence. Yeah. Now, a lot of people will talk about it, and I kind of agree with this, is that they 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 were very low on main character deaths this year in the grand scheme of things. I mean, yeah, we got Spencer. We got a, People can say that, but if you really think about it, I mean, think about who died this season. You know, the very beginning of the season. Glenn and Abraham. Glenn and Abraham was the very first one. And then, of course, we got... You know, you got Olivia died, Spencer died, and now we got Sasha died. I mean, there. I mean, you got characters, but none of them are people that are multi-season, fall in love. You know, I mean, character-driven. Been here. Sasha's she has been here a while, but but has she ever had a solo yeah. episode? Think about all your main characters. Even Bob had a solo character episode. 
who also was attached to Sasha. Right. Sasha, remember, had a weird, like, freak out episode. Remember that? Yeah. Where she was in the woods. Great mowing down. Yeah, that's right. Where she just kind of lost her junk. Yeah. You know. Um, Other than that, that's about it. You know. Exactly. So not the best episode, to be honest. Right. So, so a lot of people are saying that they're saving main characters to have more shock value for the war coming up next season. I mean, maybe, but... God, I hope so. But if they're going to have a whole season of war? what? What's... Well, I, how do you edit that? How do you film that? In the comic book, it is multiple skirmishes, multiple deaths over several pages of comics. Well, I mean, it has so, to be. I don't see any other way around it. You know, it's not a it's not a one battle and the winner decides all. It's very layered. It's like it's like peeling back the onion, onion, one more layer, one more Bounce. layer. Yeah, and so it's it's a it's gonna if they do it right, they can really really do well with this whole situation. Negan brings in this breakfast. What do you think about the eggs, apples, and a single pancake with a smiley face on it? It's very, all fine to me. Yeah, I, yeah, I thought it was this. funny. I, mean, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, she negotiates one death from three. You know, you got me wrapped around your finger and all this kind of stuff. If you had a dick, I'd still feel the same way. <laughs> I was like, oh I laughed audibly. About oh that. man, yes, he had. This was one of my favorite episodes for Negan dialogue. In my mind, there's so many good one-liners, so many good things, even some body language gestures. I mean, just some of the stuff he does through the whole episode. I really, really enjoyed. He's always strong. I don't ever usually have a Well, this was problem. one of the first episodes where he wasn't constantly leaning back every time he said something. You know, like it, it yeah. was, he was actually able to have a conversation and you see him have real emotion and do different things and not be in total control all the time. And I'll, I mean, there was a lot more to his character this episode instead of the whole, damn, you know, your giant lady balls. And, you know, I mean, this is like the first time I noticed the red scarf. And no, like red scarf Negan's different. Yeah, and like if he was leaning back, like I don't think he would have been able to come back up with how big that scarf was on his chest. Like it was just going to be timber all the way down. Uh, and so um, they readdress Dwight again, and we get this whole scene where could have done without it. Daryl, you know, the knife to the eye and the whole nine yards. Do it. Tara, oh I was God. like, somebody throw the knife at Tara <laughs> and stabbed her. Stick Tara ASAP. <laughs> I mean, that's who I was hoping he'd turn around and stab. Do it. Do it. Do it, Daryl. Do it. Tara didn't have a strong season this season. This was full-blown cheeseball yeah. Tara. Yeah. It was, man. And just like you all said, the, the Daryl Dwight thing didn't bother me. It really didn't. It was the hole in the background. Do it, do it. I like I was like, what are we nine yeah. at the ballpark? You know, beat him up. You know, I mean, fight, fight, exactly, fight. exactly. <laughs> Shut up, Tara. <laughs> and then he to called be in, you smelly. This close to proximity of Daryl for this long. I mean, I'd take Probably. a knife to the eye. <laughs> Stick it right through my olfactories, please. <laughs> don't, don't you have running water here? You know, <laughs> Daryl, please end me. <laughs> but um, that, I didn't have a problem with all that, you know. And uh, his line, I was, you know, was such an ass. But I, I thought it, I was, it was real to Dwight. He goes, "Well, I wasn't aiming for her, you know." And I was <laughs> like, "Damn." <laughs> <laughs> He's truthful, at least. Yes. He said, I had a grown man bite my junk for that. (laughs) So, (laughs) I think square, square, if we're on the the books here. Right, right. Um, So, Dwight comes up with the plan of, I can slow him down. I'll put some trees down on the road, give you more time to prepare. You know, take him out when he shows up. There'll be three trucks, like that. Um, I thought it was a solid plan. I, I like what he was coming at, you know, get prepared. They'll be in a bottleneck, you know, you'll have the advantage of height, you know, the, the whole nine yards. I, I thought all of that was great. Uh, I thought, I thought the tree on the road was cool as hell. I love the whole dialogue with, you know, you think they did this? Well, his thoughts crossed my mind, you know, and that kind of <laughs> yeah. stuff. I mean, like that's what I'm talking about. That's good dialogue. They had, it was good writing for Negan on this one. Um, and what did Eugene say? Cool their feet and yeah, like calm their, their jets. Or yeah, something like, like that. I want the opportunity the first, to talk to them, you know, and bring them down and all that. You know, this was the first time I didn't like Eugene, like in his <laughs> dialogue. Like, I just got so lost in his dialogue this episode that it just didn't work for me. When he talks this fast, it's hard sometimes. It is. Um, 
but I did think this was the episode we got the transformation of Eugene too, where this is where you see him not enjoy being who he is as much as he says oh, he ooh. is. Okay, one of my favorite scenes we kind of skipped over it was Sasha talking to him. Yeah. And saying, you changed your mind about cough medicine? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, about that. But afterwards, he's like, she was telling, I haven't given up on you. You know, I know what kind of man you can be and stuff like that. I was like, great scene. And Eugene giving her the iPod and all that stuff. I was like, cool. Chart full. Yeah. Yeah. But also, aren't coffins airtight? I don't know. <sighs> um, I just assume they put you in that pretty box and they pull you out and they put you in a refrigerator box when they drop you. You know, when you brought it up, let's go ahead and talk about the coffin itself. What's the point? Was that plan before Sasha was in the mix? Was that part of Sasha's plan? Was that just to add effect for what he was going over there to show him? I struggled with the coffin thing. Yeah, I mean, that's a really nice coffin. I just... I think it ended up becoming a good thing to save Eugene's ass at the end, but I don't know. I mean, I I, I did not like it. I thought it was kind of cool that they propped it up and used it as a prop for their conversation and everything else. I thought it was kind of neat. Just the whole idea of her riding in it. I don't know. I guess this was better than like the comic book, which I expected was a bagger. They put a bag over her head. And they have her bound, but she was already a walker. You know, like that was the, that was Negan's plan in the comic book was to bring her over there and say, "Hey, here's your person back," and then that person attacks them. Instead, they remixed it where it's in a coffin and attacks Negan. You know, um, so I, I don't know. Uh, there was a lot of chatter about the coffin thing. I think overall it was a good decision, but there was a lot of people who were like, "Why in the hell would you let her just ride in the coffin all the way over there?" bit goofy. <coughs> That's what I would say. Just a little goofy. Uh, d- a goofy decision. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, any box would have done. Uh, yeah. All needs a bottle of water. <laughs> as soon as she said that, it's like, yeah, she's dead. Yeah, she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's a no-brainer. Um, so we cut away, and we get this the Maggie and you know, Jesus and everything over at the hilltop, and his butt cut. His the way he's got this combed, it, it, I mean, it is ass head like for miles. <laughs> I mean, my wife's looking like that is awful. I mean, it is awful. Um, it was so distracting. But you know, he's over there talking about how you know I'm happy you're making decisions. I'm happy you're the leader. And not so, strong dialogue right here. It though. really wasn't. It was kind of very heavy handed. You know, yeah, and, meaty. Uh, and uh, I was just kind of ham like, hands. It was. It was, and I was just kind of like, um, God, stop, just stop. You know, yeah. I don't, Maggie's usually really strong, especially with her dialogue. She gets a pretty, you know, gets it just as good as she gets. Uh, this I wasn't just overly fond of, you know. Oh, and then right after that, it cuts away to um, Ezekiel and his clan carrying the flags, mind you, down the street. Um, and you get the shopping carts again and Carol guns up, guns up, you know, <laughs> I, whatever. I'll yeah. trust Carol. Yeah. I, I kept, I just kept watching the flags. I'm just kind of like, mm, and so is it Morgan who made this trap? Yeah. I mean, he did it again. This was his plan to ambush him solo. Gotcha. Him and his staff. AKA suicide. Yes. All this. Basically. I'm going well, to run out there with my six inches of square, uh, body armor on my chest and my two shoulder pads, and I'm gonna go out there hey, he and dominate. Had knee pads too. He, he was prepared. That's Benjamin's armor. <laughs> <laughs> Do you wear it in his honor or in his vengeance? <laughs> I was like, good lord. Sometimes Ezekiel. This was a rough Ezekiel episode for me. It really, really was. Oh, it only gets worse and yeah. worse. Oh, I mean that's what I'm saying. Like the more he spoke this episode, the more I cringed to hit the mute button. Yeah. I was hoping for machine gun spray. <laughs> oh, God. That's unfortunate to say. But when you get cheese ball dialogue, I just want to throw up. It was rough. It this was so was... rough. Not on this day. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Stop talking. <laughs> Stop we talking. haven't even got there. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just one of those things that's burned into my mind, man. 
Oh, God. So, they convince Morgan, join us on this journey, on this mission. <laughs> and more dialogue I'm struggling with. And he, he joins in and, you know, and off on a merry little way. The only thing missing was two coconuts clacking as they were walking down the street. Um, but, oh, and how about Carol? Just super cheesy, happy, walking next to the tiger and stuff, too. So happy. No comment. Yeah. We've never seen Carol <laughs> smile like this. <laughs> All right. So we go back. We're doing prep. Now, I'll tell you what surprised me is is that they were already prepping at the wall, getting dynamite ready, stuff like that. We were 25 minutes into the episode. And I was like, what the shiz, man? Already? But how happy were we when this happened? Because we talked about this last episode. Yeah, that we don't want to wait till the last second. Please plant dynamite outside. And when they pull up in the trucks, roadside yeah. bomb, dust them. Did we not call this? Well, we called it, but then we exonated it because we used all the dynamite that we evidently had. not because there's a there was a you know windfall of it somewhere else. Yeah, not because only that plastic. Yes, yeah. I put it on my notes. C four charges? Do we? Do we? <laughs> do we see this? I didn't see that on the you know the car you know wire of death on the highway. Yeah, I don't remember that. I don't remember the um, now, dynamite hold coming on. in Time out. rows of eight. Now, we could assume that Rosita Oceanside had these explosives. We could assume. They had an arsenal. So, it is possible because they were carrying crates out, different things like that. And so, technically, 100% plausible that they have these things. I just, that seems the like- whole dynamite thing, You would I would think they would be past the dynamite. I think this is where... You say, okay, you've ran through all your dynamite. Give me a break. You didn't get 27 pods of dynamite off that one car and everything else. So, you know, if they had come up there and they had four things to see for, which would have been more than enough to decimate Lord. the entire road. You hear Rick, the wall will hold, won't it? <laughs> yes. And so I thought the dynamite was a touch much. You know what I mean? And here goes Daryl, though, doing his rap job. I know. <laughs> This <laughs> rope. Like he was putting a garden hose around his arm, yeah. <laughs> pulling as hard as he could. But anyway, um, yeah. And then the garbage pail kids that showed up in, in the garbage, garbage trucks. Truck. That like, right oh there. Oh my god! <laughs> and bicycles. I thought this was a preview for a different show when this came on, because you know there's always like that little. You're fast forwarding through your DVR, yeah. and the AMC pops up. You're like, oh, stop! But then you realize it's a preview for Breaking Bad or something. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like, oh shit. So I start to fast forward again. Then I realize, oh no, these are garbage people riding these bikes in these garage or garbage trucks. I thought the bikes were cool. I think that was like I didn't have a huge problem with it. I'm just no. I was just surprised. Right. All right. One thing I forgot before we talk about it, and this what pisses me off really, really bad. Okay, y'all remember when they collect this dynamite, right? And they saw the Savior compound in the distance, right? Mm -hmm. And not that far away, the whole nine yards. Sasha and Eugene had this dialogue when she was about to get in this coffin of, how long is it going to take to get there? Couple At hours. least a couple hours. hours. And we're driving. We're driving over two hours in one direction. On an interstate. On an interstate. Like that. Did they not drop folks off and say, can't you go by foot over to the hilltop or here or there? I mean, like, are we putting this together? I mean... There were some people who brought that up going, okay, evidently people can move, go miles in the same day with no problem and still be in daylight. You know, I mean, it just, it, it really popped up and was like, wish you really hadn't said that. You know, I know they had to say that for, I'd make sure I'll be dead and turned in time, you know? Yeah. Or oxygen's sake. Yeah. Um, so. But don't forget, they had to stop and cut a tree up. So that was probably at least another hour, right? You yeah. assume. You assume. Um, so, yeah. More plausible uh, that she was suffocated in there. Yeah. Now, going back to Garbage Pail Kids, did you notice the way some of them were walking like they were already zombies? Like, one dude was leaned back and walking. Oh, like, they're super weird. Super yeah, weird. I, mean, I didn't get that vibe from them. I thought it was just... It was, it was <laughs> creep stuff. Um, did either one of y'all ever suspect them being the turncoat? In a way, I had a little theory that it was possible, only because they are like best deal. You know what I mean? They're opportunist, so that makes me feel like it was possible. 
But when it when it switched, that's not what I thought it was going to be. No, I, I didn't was, either. I thought it was I was good. genuinely shocked. I was too. We and talked I, about it was it. one of the high bright points for the episode because we talked about it last week, and I think I vehemently said that there's no chance it was because they didn't even know who Negan was, and I have no idea how they got in contact to give him this information to make this deal. I can only assume this is what Gregory's information led to. That's the only plausible answer to me. But Gregory had no idea where these people were. Yeah, my deal was is that later in the episode when she talks about our deal was for 12, there was a lot of confusion about what do they mean by 12 and 10 and stuff. And when I watched it twice, it made me feel like that Negan had 10 or 12 of their people and he was returning them. That's the vibe I got from the conversation. It was never detailed of exactly what it was. It was just said... Well, it's people. But, I mean, outside of that, I have no idea. Like, if it was, like you said, their own people or they were going to get 10 to 12 of Alexandrians or what? Right. I don't know. I have no idea what they were... I, I didn't know what the know bargain was. People. I'm pretty sure it was, it was people. I got, I got it was people. I mean, Negan said like people are a valuable currency, or he said something. They're along they're those a lines. resource, a commodity, or something like that. Yeah, he mm-hmm. made a point to talk about but, it. But so. I mean, yet again, she proved that she's just the world's worst negotiator. Like, how is she leader? Be- I don't know. I, whatever. I think it's just part of her personality. I, I just and I, I think, think that I was showing me. some Negan too. Yeah. Right. Well, I mean, Rick did it too. Yeah. But All yeah. right, so they're at the wall. Eugene gets on the flatbed. Everybody's in surprise shock that he's there. Um, and he has this speech of, you know, there's no hope and, you know, lay down your arms. and Please don't do this. We've got every contingency covered. Right. And Well, before that, we get uh, our favorite dead shot, Michonne, up on the roof. <sighs> yeah, the pre- How the, she is. With the we win chick. Yes. Did you get a little creeped out by her saying we no, win? No, the creep before that was is when Judas, Jadis, or whatever like that, looks at Michonne and goes, oh, y'all together? Well, after I, I bed him or lay him. And I was like, ah! <laughs> and like Rick, Rick's <laughs> face. Rick, Rick's face as he like, crawfishes backwards. <laughs> like Rick's after in, over, I lay with him. <laughs> like You're in this apocalyptic place and like Rick's over here turning down free sex. Like, uh, no, oh, my God. Good. You keep that trench coat on, you. <laughs> I'm afraid not straight bangs. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm going to stick with the dreadlock goddess over here. <laughs> I mean, she I, may look yeah. sweaty and dirty, but <laughs> better than you. All the time. <laughs> half of it's mine. <laughs> yeah, half of it's my grime. It went there. Ali, you. Mm, mm. uh, so has Michonne lost her sword? That she didn't I didn't know about because I mean, as a sniper, I guess she didn't feel like she needed it, which I thought was it was a little off. Matter. When she's there for battle, she's got her sword. I know. It, like man. this was a huge problem to me. It was a missing item. It's ridiculous. I didn't even notice. I you, did. You said when she, when it, and she I was like, in, "Damn, you're right." When she got into the hand-to-hand combat, I was like, yeah. "What?" And Michonne's like one of our best hand-to-hand people, and she's losing to. <sighs> yeah, her and the pot are the only thing left. Her, I, I had a huge problem with Michonne the entire episode. Like, yeah. But I, I digress. Like, I don't. Did you have a problem with her getting her face bashed into concrete? Oh, yes. God. It was gruesome. <laughs> um, my man Negan gets on the flatbed, reveals the coffin, and he's like, Rick, I gave you this, give you that. And it's like, you gave me the middle finger right up the ass of the world. <laughs> Second chances, you know. <laughs> More dialogue I just absolutely loved. Yes. You know, and I was just like, yes. And you were going to blow up Eugene? Yeah, I know it. He's <laughs> one of you. I understand me. <laughs> man, understand that's cold. <laughs> that's cold, man. Well, you may not like Eugene anymore. <laughs> but I think you like Sasha. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's dink, 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 hitting yeah. the side of this thing. I was like, man. Uh, so it goes through his dialogue and then it kind of stops and flashes and you get more of the Sasha thing. What in the hell was the deal of showing the scene of Sasha and Maggie sitting on the log in the sunset four times this episode? Well, if it would have stayed with the way they were showing it before, I'd have been happier than the way they ended this episode with it. You talking about one of the cheesiest, stupidest scenes they ever put in in an episode. This was bad. It was, you know, watching the sunset, like right out in the sunset. I mean, come on. Gross. It was rough. It was real rough. 
Um, so anyway, of course, while she's in there, it does it shows a few scenes of her, you know, talking to herself. They do finally show the scene of her taking the pill. Um, she's listening to music. The the song, uh, the name of the song is "One Day I'll Be Free." Did you notice that on the iPod? <laughs> yeah. You know, um, cool little catchback. And so finally, you know, he opens up the casket and out comes old Sasha, you know. Ah, uh, mouth open coming at him, you know. He goes, oh, oh shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> they fall off the truck bed and everything. Good stunt. Falls flat on the back on top like that. Yeah. And he's holding her back. Homeboy goes to grab her and <laughs> chews his face off. Literally. Loved it. And then she disappears. And No. <laughs> Because all this rich meat laying around and walking around wouldn't want anything to do with that. No. Yeah. We went to the woods. We needed a siesta after that meat <laughs> yeah. meat sandwich we had, the buffet sandwich. That ear meat's real filling. <laughs> the lobes are. Yeah. They just sit in your stomach. You know yeah. what I, mean? <laughs> I mean, really. It, I'm up to here. I'm not full. I'm yeah. up to here. <laughs> yeah. It's in my lungs. Wouldn't want some of yeah. that Eugene or nothing. Yeah. This that, that easy pickings. So stupid, I can't even okay. breathe. Uh, worst part of the episode for me. Are you ready? Well, there's two really bad parts. but All right, so when the Garbage Pail kids decide to show that they're against Rick, all of them are behind their person with a gun on them, including Daryl, Rosita, Carl, all of them. Yeah. Okay, are out of position in a weak position to a person with a gun on them. Carl turns into Rambo. And shoots three kneecaps out. Everybody decides to turn around and grease the mofo who's got the gun on him without even getting shots fired. And then turns into a melee of shooting everywhere. And I almost wanted to throw my remote into the wall. It was I was like, are you kidding me? Can we not get one character that just gets blown away because everybody's we firing? What about, man? Rosita took a grazer. Uh, from somebody outside the wall. Through the gate. <laughs> Through the gate, take a took a shoulder shot. Okay, no, give no me Tara when show she me her, her getting. I mean, it shows a scene where Daryl pumps five rounds to the chest of a woman at point blank range as he's moving through the you know the hill. Rosita takes a grazer. No, show me take her ten rounds and go across the roof and she's just Swiss cheese on the carpet. You know, I mean, give me something. What? Not a single. Main character Rick took a shot. Oh. oh yeah, Rick did take a hip a hip wound that, with no exit wound. Uh, that we never oh, noticed. Yeah. Give me a break. No exit wound on that graze bullet. That graze in which that wound disappeared later when he was with Michonne upstairs. He's got love handles of steel, son. <laughs> <laughs> it just ate that bullet. Oh my god! I mean. AKA it ricocheted off his pelvis into his liver. And Rick Ashay. Ricochet. Ricochet. <laughs> the worst pun today. <laughs> it was yeah, I'm telling you, man. I really, really struggled with this right here. It, that all of them were able just to turn around and, you know, mow down their I mean, come on. That that was bad. And, and of course they go into a firefight between between a gate. Um, call this a firefight is uh, it's a bit strong. Of a it's a stretch, yeah. And you see Michonne going through the hand to hand with the sniper. Um, pretty cool. Broken pot in the arm. I thought that was all. Her face getting smashed in was like brutality. Brutal. Probably one of the best scenes of it when it comes to legitimate. You know, all you said, Jadis shoots Rick in the side. Like his love handles. I said, get yeah. down. <laughs> That's right. And then, and then just, kicks him, yeah, off, kicks the side. Kicks him off, off the side. It's every bit of a 20 foot. Yeah. Drop. I was about to say, I mean, uh, Carl was right beside her. Right. He blows away several dudes and then just says, I'll just let her keep that gun on my dad right there. <laughs> yeah. There wouldn't be a part of her head left. If I was right beside her. I mean, come on. And the thing is too, <laughs> she holds her ground the whole time. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is in a firefight and she just keeps the gun on him. Doesn't even sit. Doesn't even duck down a little bit. No, no, no care in the world. And neither does Rick. Rick's no. just stand there too. Yeah. I, man, I'm struggling, dude. And the thing is, when it all goes down, and Daryl and all them turn and shoot those defenseless garbage people holding machine guns on them, defenseless, <laughs> just bodies dropping everywhere. And then later in the episode, oh, there's about two, three bodies laying around. 
I guess the garbage people eat their dead. Yes. And carry them Well, back. actually, they put them in the trash can, in the bag, you know, in the trash. It reminded me of the 13th Warrior. <laughs> yeah, Where's all dead. the bodies? <laughs> well, clearly, they all turned into walkers and then just went with Sasha out in the woods. That's right. Oh, yeah. They were having a social. Yeah. Um, so, you see them running through everywhere, people shooting. You get to see Aaron. You get to see, you know, Carl sniping folks and shooting. And another thing is, too, is that... One of my favorite things is is that the infinite ammo. Um, so far, you never saw a soul put another magazine in their vehicle, into their car, you never their saw, car, their gun. You never saw them shoot at somebody. Like they were just shooting off screen. I'm gonna tell you right now, Daryl's gun. How imp- badass was Daryl's gun? Though? It was yeah. impressive. What was more impressive is that it held 172 rounds <laughs> in care. a regular magazine. <laughs> I've never seen a gun with a barrel like that. That was pretty sick. It was just a housing around the barrel, you know. Yeah, I know, but it still looked awesome. Yeah, it's just like a Modern Warfare. It's a skag, I think is what that gun. Something similar to that. Anyway, um, but the infant ammo was struggling, you know. Okay, this there here comes my major problem with the episode right here. Okay, Negan and you know tell Simon Simon Plan B, which they find some back entry into Alexandria. It would appear. Because all of a sudden they turn around and all their people are on their knees with guns on them. Yeah, like you, like Rick gets carried over there, and evidently half of Alexandria is captured. The other half is everybody still fighting. By who? That's what I'm getting at. I mean, Negan just strolls in. The gate was closed last I checked. Well, no, the garbage people open it. That's right, they did. They did. Um, but that's not what happens. They're like on the back side of Alexandria, apparently exactly where. The kingdom comes through, yeah, into some magical back door. Um, I don't know what's going on with this edit. It was a huge jump. It was a huge, huge jump. And the garbage people. How many people do you think they brought? Three truckloads, yeah. people on bikes. I'm gonna say at least forty folks. Forty folks. They kill minimum fifteen garbage people on the first firefight. They do. Well, I mean, you gotta assume they brought the entire garbage people, and they needed more than fifty guns. So, yeah, just man, I just don't like how Alexandrians got all their guns back. You know what I mean? They killed the guys that were holding them, and then all of a sudden they were all held hostage again. I mean, it was like snap of a finger. All of a sudden they were all hostage because they had been flanked, apparently, by right. Negan's group. Carl's all the way on the backside now, on his knees. Yeah, already. You never see him get captured. And then you, you see you see Rick get taken up there, and you see two who? Nobodies? Dead on the street. Randos. Never seen these two Joes. Nope. And so on. And this is supposed to be... This is a great moment where you could have had a more known character on the ground. Who's the, the, the big dumb animal? Oh, you, you could have had... Um, Dumb oh. animal. Oh, my God. You, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, though. I know exactly what you're talking about. Carol was in love with him and Tobin. Tobin? Yeah. You could have had Tobin laying there with a bullet in his skull, you know, yeah. and just uh, with a tongue <laughs> hanging out, and it would have been more a dramatic effect than two randos. Exactly. Just, you know. That's a decent enough character to die in a firefight. Right. Aaron's boyfriend. One of him, maybe. Something like that. Right. I just... Instead of complete two randos. And so he goes over there and gets on a knee. Now, and there, there's 30 people around him, you know, with guns. Like, he's in a secured location. And, you know, there's no gunfighting. You hear no guns in the background. There's no nothing going on. No, I was hearing yeah, guns. Yeah, there's guns in the background. Yeah, you I definitely hear it. hear it. Oh, oh yeah, you definitely oh, yeah. hear it. About well, that makes me feel times. better. Now, this dialogue with Negan and Carl and Rick is good. I enjoyed this. No problem here. I enjoyed this. You know, he's like, you know, you think I'm just a show. You think this is all a put on. Think and I'm he just goes, some guy making your kid spaghetti. Yeah. I mean, it was good stuff. And he goes, I'm going to kill Carl right here in front of you. And then I'm going to take your hands. And I was like, hmm, how do you take hands with a bat? I'm just Same way you take a head. Yeah. Just disgustingly. Yeah. A lot of swings. Yeah, a lot of swings. And he goes, I'm going to try to do this in one good swift. <laughs> because I like the kid. Yeah, because I like the kid. <laughs> I, I like that he brought back like the emotion that he had for Carl and like how much he enjoyed having him and stuff. But thing is, 
tell me either one of y'all had a single ounce not of for fear. For a second. Not for a second. Now, I love Rick getting in his face. It's like, I'm still like, kill you. Kill him. Right in front of my face. Yeah. And then you could take my hands. And then it was like, right after I'm this, still going to kill you. You're already all dead and just don't know it. <laughs> I yeah. was like, yeah. <laughs> and like, was it right after this when we see the body fall from Michonne's sniper? No, they're still yeah. sitting there. And you hear, ah! definitely Denai Guerrero scream. Yes. It's definitely her because it sounds just like Michonne mm-hmm. screaming and falling to her death. But at no point in time did I think it was Michonne. But definitely, Denai Guerrero did not die off screen. No. I, I mean, mean <laughs> it's no, not it, Michonne. You know, you know and, and this is worst ugly face for Michonne, too. well that's a throwback to the comic book of you know she's in a uh, a tower in the comic book and she's getting beaten by a man and he goes you can't you can't we win we're gonna we'll always win you know that and then somebody falls in the distance and uh, Negan's like, the, oh, that was somebody you loved. You know, you yeah. just lost somebody, you know. And I was like, man, this is good stuff. And so, like you said, he said, I'm going to kill you. You're already dead. You don't know it. And so he grabs it, takes that hat off. And right before he swings that bat, oh, she, oh, she oh, went out of nowhere. <laughs> Alexandria will not fall oh, today. Yes. Oh. Uh, not on this day. <laughs> and then just like the running blankly firing shots and stuff, no aiming. Like, the uh, camera angles killed this. You you can you you imagine you're standing right next to Ezekiel and there's people thirty feet in front of you and we're shooting blindly in different angles and people are running in different directions and it looks such haphazardy and and Tell his me dialogue. This. It was so rough. How does the tiger know which ones are bad guys? Thank you. That was on. That was on our <laughs> conversation too. Because yeah, he only killed Negan's men. You know, all two of them that he killed. They had some like savior's jacket and like <laughs> smell it, Sheba. <laughs> smell it. <laughs> only kill stinky motherfuckers like this. Whoa, whoa, whoa the Daryl's dead, dead as yeah, shit. Darryl. <laughs> run, Daryl, run! Actually, the saviors might be the only ones with soap. Yeah. <laughs> kill these. Fine smelling individuals. Because <laughs> yeah. the garbage people, they'll live forever then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was like, all right. And then Negan's raised like a tiger? This really? is, uh, yeah, I mean, Negan kind of said, no, first F bomb we get <laughs> yeah, from Negan. There's a fucking tiger. <laughs> I thought it was awesome. I, I mean, this is where that tiger thing is the rule of cool. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm over that. How do you know who, what, where? I thought it was great, like, shock awe. I mean, just like when the guy kneeled down and kept shooting the gun, and he gets he gets taken too. I was completely cool with the tiger. I don't get me wrong; people are bashing its CG effect and stuff like that. This was the best CG. It of was it. to me. I like that, and I even watched the after little show, little videos online where they show you how they made it. And I have I was a little more impressed with what they did because on the actual footage, it was actually a person in a blue suit jumping off a trampoline and tackling a guy, and then they made a tiger instead of him on top yeah. of it, and it was. You it's could just, see how cool it was. It's just so the guy that's getting attacked can react properly. Right. Okay. It was. I was actually really impressed with this part of this. I, I, th- this whole little part was really, really cool. The gun shooting afterwards was the complete debacle of this entire thing. Because right after that, Rick's picking up a gun, and Morgan, a guy just happens to step between them, who's a bad guy, and he knocks the gun away from him and kills him with his backwards to you, uh, the staff to the face. And then you get a scene with Ezekiel and Carol walking around. And Carol turns nonchalantly and has three people already with their guns up against their shoulder in position to shoot them. And she mows them down. And I was like, what? And then all of a sudden, somebody jumps in front of the camera for Ezekiel to slice with his sword. When do you think I had a pistol in his hand? (laughs) And I was just like, I rewound it, rewound it. And I just kept getting madder and madder and madder. I'm like, really? Now, this was piss-poor stormtrooper shooting right yeah, here. It really was. I mean, even Maggie's was better of her rolling in there with her pistol. I mean, Well, at least she didn't have some comment to say when she oh, came yeah. in. Not on this day. <laughs> Hilltop to the rescue. <laughs> oh, my God. Just something terrible. You know what I mean? I was waiting to see Enid come in with a Rambo. Oh, stop. <laughs> no. No, and then he throwing the, her huge knife. <laughs> the coup de, the coup de gras is 
it's time to finish this. And we do this kind of half jog down the street. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, the thing is, they come in, the kingdom comes in, and they obviously the tiger kills somebody. No one shoots the tiger. He's surrounded by machine guns. Out of just pure shit your pants, you would shoot that (laughs) thing as many times. I would rather die by a gunfire. So I would (laughs) shoot that tiger. It's a big, massive, orange target. Right in front of you. Light it up. Um, and then the world no one shoots Negan. We no. get Maggie coming from one end, Kingdom coming from the other end. No one can shoot Negan. No, not even or Simon. Simon. Not Simon. Don't even get grazed. I thought Simon. So I, Simon. Simon. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> I thought Simon would take like a shoulder wound, no. just just for cool. Reserve for Rosita only. Yeah. Um, I was super duper disappointed in this final gun battle i really was too and then uh, negan you know he's like oh the widow lives you know and the damn tiger you know know. (laughs) how about negan's gun did you notice it yeah it's like mac 10 with a giant or uzi with a a giant silencer and a scope on the silencer yeah very strange there is nowhere in america that you take (laughs) This Uzi and stick it to your cheek and use the scope that is that far out in front of this uh, Uzi. It, not yeah. accurate. Negative. It um, is a subcompact machine gun, never meant to hold a rifle scope. Either way, though, he has time to stand there, blaze rounds at Maggie. N- no one hit. Not a soul. I don't give a damn. You have full auto. Mm-hmm. You're going to hit one. Start at the left. Shoot till you get to the right. Right. You're going to hit somebody. Something. Dude, this is ridiculous, man. See, Show me some people getting a hit and going down. The amount of firepower that was shot in different directions. There's just people dropping like flies. No. Every Alexandria home is no longer watertight. I can tell you that. Because <laughs> <laughs> those things are just riddled. And I hope in the first episode of next season they show it. Yeah. Just like... Walking through there, and there's just daylight holes poking everywhere. Yeah, well, you got somebody walking, you know, Aaron going through with a giant, giant bucket of Bondo filling in holes everywhere. Oh, and there shouldn't be a piece of glass left in any of the windows. <laughs> Dude, I'm talking serious gun battle here. Best part of the gun battle is that everybody with their full autos is shooting Negan's truck as he's giving them the bird, bird as, it's going, the as it's going up the. I was like, this has got a cloth tarp on the back of it, and then they're in this tin can three seater. Don't he shoot the tires. He would have over sixty rounds through his body. <laughs> that truck was not bulletproof. He would. I mean, he'd been Swiss cheese. You know what I've been doing? I'd have been blazing that moving truck that's got the dynamite in it because that's some volatile shit. The truck you get that thing in- to go up. The truck he was driving in had gas tanks right behind the driver wheels. I mean, the steering wheels. I mean, it was one of the steps to get up in the truck. That thing would have been a kabloomy. I'm just saying. And these great smoke bombs out of soda cans and everything. I was just like, yes. I would have loved Negan to take a shot in the forearm or something while he's flipping off the people. Just to show he's not not impervious to bullets. Yes. He's got bulletproof leather jacket on. (laughs) (laughs) With bulletproof... Cut off finger gloves. Yeah, show him that he has a wound where he has to go heal to get people time before we get to the next battle. Anything. Anything. I'm with you, man. I'm totally with you. The the whole gun battle scene was a complete farce. Some of them, like I said, Ezekiel's dialogue, that doesn't help it. Some of the clunky getting people in front of the jump in front of the camera to die with a closer effect was a waste. Infinite ammo for some folks out there. I mean... I just, I mean, it's wonky, dude. It was, damn it, it was. Especially I was so since looking we know forward that to this. They can do these battle scenes after we saw them barge the prison and everything. Like that was one of the best scenes I've seen. Something like that, and then we get this. No, they've done better jobs than this. They have, and it's unfortunate that a scene like this that you're so looking forward to, like you're actually aware it's going to happen, and then. You get this kind of lackluster effort, man. There was no fear for major characters. There wasn't. Nothing. Nobody. There very few people were cowering behind stuff. People were just walking, shooting in directions, and so on. The bad guys were getting behind cars. 
You know what I mean? And hiding behind stuff, ricking them, impervious. And I don't care who you are. There's somebody in every group that's just like, F it. I'll take it for the team. I'll just shoot Negan in his head. I will just put as many rounds as I could possibly put in Negan before they put me down. And just hope that it leads to some better times. You know what I mean? Just somebody. I'm with you. I'm totally with you. There's people there that have, their lives have been wrecked by Negan. You know? Yeah. I mean, not people. The entire, everybody there has had their life wrecked by Negan. Yeah, but we know that there's a good 80% chicken shits there. Oh, yeah. So it's like, it's one of the good guys, one of the like non cowards. Well, it was like we had Carl sneak his way down there to go kill him, and then he has the entire opportunity to do it. And like you said, it's just like Negan's not even there. Like no one's even focused on trying to shoot him. Yeah. And Carl, who made it his mission, almost I'm got the you. entire group killed because of it, and just does nothing. Yeah, I, I know it. I know it. So then. Don't forget smoke grenades and dog whistles. Yes, I I know. Bird whistles, whatever it is. They all, what seems to be a majority of their group, considering that evidently most of them did not die, um, flee through the smoke bombs. Vanish like Copperfield. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then there's that. And then you get this montage, not montage, but you get this scenes of little groups, and they're out looking for... Sasha, because evidently there wasn't enough fresh deaths around her. Like we said, she was full on earlobes. Um, and did anybody else think this was kind of strange that Maggie and Jesus find her? Odds of her finding him, which is you know. And I thought Jesus was just, killing her. Jesus walks over there and gently grabs her shoulders and lays her down. Um, she's this, still warm on the inside. Yeah, I mean, she took Negan off the truck. <laughs> She mauled a man down, took his face off, but Jesus is able to walk over there and just, here, honey, lay down. Nonchalantly. She's a fresh one, son. I mean... I mean, at least he didn't struggle fighting her. I mean, there's that. Well, I mean, I'm saying, like, it should have shown a little bit more than I can just walk up to you. I mean, he didn't raise her arms, you know? It wasn't like, oh, it was just, lay down, baby. You know? Are you mad she died off screen? Yes. Yes, they showed Bob take the knife to the skull. They showed everybody. You know, I mean, Earl. I mean, it's nasty. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. I thought that was. I mean, are we are we trying to be polite? Are we just supposed to be feminist? I mean, we're supposed to be like we're going to be nice to girls off screen. Have we seen a female character get the knife in the skull? I'm telling you right now, I'm having a hard time remembering somebody if they did. You know what? They blast Andrea off screen. Yeah. They, um... You know what? Maybe equal rights my ass. <laughs> I'm serious. I mean, It's okay to show I a man... Take the blade. Take it to the skull. <laughs> get his face crushed in by walkers. You know, the only time I can ever think of a girl that gets, just gets like like shot and blows your mind away was is when the prison got taken over and... Who was it that shot two females right in the point blank range in the skull? Remember that? Remember back then? It was, uh, they were attacking, and Ugh. I can't remember who it was, but just shot the girl straight in the, right in the face and killed her. I don't That's remember. the last time I remember, like, seeing a, even anybody, you know, of a female character take it nasty. Yeah, I don't know. You know, other than one getting chewed to bits and, you know, I mean, you didn't even see Olivia. You see Olivia get, get shot in the face, but like way from the distance. And you didn't, then you get a close up of her glasses with a hole in it and her, you know, a hole by her eye. Pretty tough, though. Yeah. I mean, at least they, that You didn't was... get to see, the, you know, you just saw her from a distance fall and then you get to see the wound. No. She turns and says something before she falls to the train tracks. That wasn't Olivia. Who Olivia, am I talking about? You're talking about the doctor. Tara's girlfriend. Right. That was... Um, oh, I was thinking about the girl who was taking care of the um, you know, the rations and the... 
Oh, yeah, she gets greased. Yeah, greased, but from a distance. But no, your girl, yeah, Taro's girlfriend takes the bolt through the eye. Yeah. That, that was rough. That was that that would be there you'd be example right there. There's your solid. There's your solid. But <laughs> she gets hit in the head. Didn't turn. I don't know if we see any girls get turned and then get the knife. That's true. Uh, I still call bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Was back in the ratio is heavily outweighed. Uh, Andrea's sister? Oh, Amy? Yeah. Blows her head and smooth out. Maybe? <laughs> Season one, when it was yeah. legit. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. Long time ago. Long, yeah. long time ago. Years. Let's not call back to the, the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> Darabont days. That's that's where it's at. Uh, all right, so we have the speech at the end. We have this homemade stage of plywood, tires, and pallets. Cheesy. And... You don't hear anyone, really much of what they're saying. You get to hear a little bit about Maggie's, but it's more of a Maggie's monologue over the entire scene. You get to see them, you know, the, the grave site, wherever they, they buried Sasha. You get to see them having their speech, and she's holding the watch of Glenn. This was Glenn's decision. This was Glenn's way. Yeah, this he set the forefront for all this and everything. And I mean, I like the callback to it. It felt good to have all of this, but it's just so cheesy. And it looks like, so cheesy. When they're standing on the stage and you don't hear them talking, you just see their mouths moving. Mm-hmm. It looks ridiculous. Do you do you have to have a homemade stage to have this conversation? No. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Go back in the church like you've been doing for everything else when you have com- community conversations. Did you Tobin know? build this stage? <laughs> <laughs> Tobin construction. <laughs> and hey, can you get past old Jerry running around with a machine gun with an axe on his back yet? I mean, he had this enormous battle axe, and it was just gleaming as he's jogging, <laughs> flopping <Yeah>. about <laughs> as he lightly jogs. You know, Jerry didn't have a single scene in the gun battle. I looked for him several times. The only time you see him is when he's doing the half-paced jog. <sighs> Let's finish this. Bear? Let's see the flag bear. Um, <laughs> All right, here's my neck. Gosh, dang it, barbecuing. Okay. So Daryl climbs over this, hops in the truck. They're all gone, vanished. Then you know, it's farting to win. Okay, he realized the gate was rigged where you can't open it. All that, I'm cool with all that. Oh, we going the chess piece? What are the effing odds that he finds this chess piece right there? With his, I mean, come on, I'm calling straight bullshit. Anybody. I could see Enid finding this and throwing it in the woods. Like, oh, what the, <laughs> yeah. that's weird. Yeah. I just throw it in the woods. Didn't know. Daryl finds it. I mean, what are the odds, man? This is absolute horse pile. It it is. It's stinking. It's bad as Daryl. I mean, Uh, worse than (laughs) Daryl. And that's saying something. I'm telling you, like, the odds of him finding that and, you know, that callback and him saying, I didn't know. I mean, come on. Come on, man. Really? I mean, come on. Yeah, this is bad. Like, on Walking Dead standards, real bad. Yeah. I don't know. Man, this is not This is not worthy it's of not. the show. It's not. It really, really isn't. It would be much better if, you know, it would. It needs to be next season where he comes back and says, guys, I didn't know. You know, I'm trying to show you my loyalty and blah, blah, blah. Instead, a chess piece? Then only Daryl or him would know. I mean, you really understand that. You know what I mean? Nobody else knew about that stuff. I mean, come on. Show, like, Dwight, like, patting Daryl down or something. So maybe he could have slipped it into his pocket of his jacket or something. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know make it more And then you plausible. see Daryl find something in his pocket. He's like, oh, then he realized there, it's there. You can't throw it in this rat's nest beside the gate. <laughs> and just yeah. hope that Daryl finds it. <laughs> and just... Who would even pick it up and notice it? Daryl, did you find my chess piece? <laughs> oh! <laughs> Daryl, I left you a chess piece. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I didn't. No. Goodbye. <laughs> Daryl. <laughs> Daryl. Come closer. Don't come closer. <laughs> you smell terrible. <laughs> Not the way I imagine dying. <laughs> Oh my god! Please put me on my misery. Oh god! From a distance. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so, oh, uh, so Negan confronts Eugene. What do you say? How she died in there? And 
good job by Josh McDermott of looking scared, but being able to pull off the whole that thing was airtight. You know, she ran in, you know, with the tarp. Ran, yeah, the oxygen suffocation. Yeah. Um, I was all right with that. And he's like, maybe, you know. Yeah. And then he comes out there, we're going to war, you know. I, I was a little let down by Dwight by not mentioning how many saviors are in this camp ready for war. Because I don't think this was saviors in the camp. I think this was outposts. Okay. Yeah, I think this was your. This was the collection of outposts. The conglomerate. Because, my God, if like we knew this numbers, I'd have been like, Alexandria? No. Like, no, oh, no. I would have took a moving truck and deuces. Yeah. I mean, if they're two hours away, I can I can definitely have a be gone and never be found again. Because I, there's so many people. I'll be honest. This is not what I expected when he was talking about, are they ready? And yada, yada, yada. I was like, oh, we're about to get some... This is some real numbers. Transformers over here or something. I was honestly expecting like um like big bulldozers or something. Not big group of people. I was expecting something like we're gonna take the fucking walls down in Alexandria. You know what I mean? Like right. that's what I was thinking. Well, I mean, I think we still have that option. It was just like we only saw like a quarter of the people that Negan has here. No, so I agree. But they pull up and they're like Are they ready? And they I swear they said something about blue. Or something like that. Like, are the blues ready or something like that? Dwight said, everybody's ready at a moment's notice. You just got to say the word. Here we go. And he walked out there and said, we're going to war. And that was it. You know? I thought we were going to see some, like, Mad Max war machines. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I wasn't thinking much like that. But I, did, I was kind of thinking, I, I thought the number was adequate out there. But I kind of expected a little bit more. Because, you know, when they, the whole deal when Rick and them were trying to get by the saviors and they had all these roadblocks, it just made you feel like they had over 100 people, you know. That Sheba CG couldn't afford any more extras. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Oh, gosh. Um, you know, I can't help but think that, dang, Richard would have been a good ally moving forward this situation now, and instead he's buried in a hole that was way too small for him. You know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, in his camper of his camper of sorrow with extra guns and stuff. We can Bury go. me here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming Oceanside is going to have to join this party now. Yeah, let's, let's talk about what we're looking at for the future. You know, okay, so next year is going to be all-out war, you know, in the comic book, like I said before, it is a long, drawn-out war. It's multiple skirmishes and multiple character deaths. Um, main characters, fluff characters. Um, there's some real wicked ways of war they go at that is pretty, pretty grotesque. They have some like there's a lot of room this next season to have a lot of fun with this. And if they just stick to basically the script they've already got, they'll have a lot of success this next season. Um, this one, this next season has the potential to be one of those knockout seasons to really kind of get them back on where they need to be, in my opinion, um, for what's for what they have based on what the comic book is presenting. Um, I mean, a lot of love characters. I mean, are go down in this whole situation coming forward. You know, if we if we go by source material, I hope they've all watched The Patriot and learned from Mel Gibson, <laughs> like. We're talking about jungle warfare, guerrilla style, you know, right. just, yeah. Put a few people in Alexandria, you know, make it look like there's some people home, break some racket, but just fill the woods full of <laughs> just right. snipers basically. Right. Well, something else about the comic book is, is that like what this episode we saw tonight showed is that Negan had a contingency. He was planning ahead. He was the, he had the upper hand. Minus not knowing that the other groups would come together, you know, and but in a, and even in the war to come, he shows several of these same kind of instances where he has genius to a situation. So I hope they continue that kind of situation. I'm sure they will. I hope so, guys. Um, I got to tell you, it's been a interesting season this year. I'm not going to say a fantastic one. This season has been, I hate to say, one of the, one of the more lackluster of seasons. Um, this half season. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, it was a struggle of a season is what it was. And um, hopefully, you know, now that we've 
set the table for all of this. We've introduced all of our groups and everything. We well, truly just get an all-out war. I think two groups were a waste. I mean, we could you can get rid of almost two or three episodes just with Oceanside and the Garbage Pail Kids. These are people that are not in the comic book. They were unnecessary, I think, for this. They went away from the whole um, Eugene makes bullets for what small guns they have and making a difference in the war. Yeah, They went away from all this kind of stuff. They changed up. Now Eugene's on the other side. And so I'm really curious – you know, why they went that way, but also why they introduced these other groups. I don't see, they had no probative value other than to, one is a, you know, stores guns. Um, and the other one is just somebody to turn on you. And then we still have no idea about Heath. Nobody's ever mentioned Heath ever again. Nope. You know, and I thought, I think that was a miss, you know, somebody say something, you know, Heath might still be alive out there. You know, we got separated. Something. Gosh damn, if that was Carl, Michonne, or anybody else, we'd be out with search parties. <laughs> Heath, he'd be aight. He'd be strong. <laughs> be strong. You know? What was his name again? Who'd you go with <laughs> yeah, Who'd you go uh, with Tara? Had some braids. Uh, yeah. Uh, Clive, maybe? Yeah. yeah. Wasn't a real happy guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean. Maybe there's happy he's gone. I don't he know. He was a real Debbie Downer. That that's you know like don't leave that open end you know or is that going to be like a surprise guest person later on you know come on so I don't know but I still love the show still one of my favorite shows of all time I'm still hoping it keeps getting better never miss an episode and hope y'all do too and I hope y'all enjoyed the pod for this season uh, we always have fun talking about it even though it seems like we barbecue half of it. Um, this season deserved all the barbecuing yes. it got. Yeah, I agree. And I, I think that's consistent So with anything Walking Dead. But guys, as always, we really appreciate y'all listening in. And we hope we, we look forward to next season. And uh, we'll go from there. But other than that, this is Bleed TV. And I'm Zach. I'm Jake. And I'm Cash. See y'all next October. Mm-hmm.